0: Hoop season is upon us, conference season is upon us, and we have hot starts for men's and women's basketball here at Kennesaw State University. Joining us on Inside the Nest, we've got Jordan Griffith, Brandon Johnson, Bryce Gobert, and Spencer Rogers from the men's basketball team. So you know Jordan Griffith, a commentator on the KSUL Network, Brandon Johnson, a new commentator for us this year on ESPN Plus for men's and women's basketball, Bryce Gobert joins us from Football ITN, also a commentator on the KSU Network. And Spencer Rogers is interning for the KSUL Network this year, so we're excited to have Spencer here on Inside the Nest. Guys, I want to open it up with, uh, we're going to do different topics here on ITN. First, I want to go with one key performance or stat from this past week for men's and women's basketball. A quick recap of what happened. The women put together a great victory at Lipscomb, last Thursday, 71-53, to move to 3-1 and in the A-Sun for the first time in 15 years, and they fell in a hard-fought game at Austin P. The men now sit at 5-1, tied for first in the A-Sun Conference after a sweep of the River City teams. Jacksonville, last Thursday, in front of over 1,000 fans, or 1,000 students, over 1,500 fans. And North Florida, come from behind, win on Saturday. So let's go around the room. We'll go Jordan, Coach Jay. Bryce, then Spencer, one key stat of performance from men's and women's basketball this past week.
1: Yeah, for me, um, starting with the men's, it's something that we've seen a couple times this season. You look back at the UNF game, it's that second half spurt. 21-7 to 7 run over six minutes coming out of the locker room, and we saw a very similar thing against Central Arkansas. The ability to come out of the locker room and come out energized in Pretty much win the game right then and there in those six minutes. I mean, it's unbelievable the spurtability that they've been able to have this season. Um, so that for the men's is pretty much my highlight, and for the women's, I mean, beating Lipscomb 71 to 53. The most impressive thing, again, holding them to just 53 points. They held them to just 31 percent shooting from the field, 21 percent. They hit only five threes, five of 23. And Lipscomb was one of those teams on the women's side that we were looking at and saying. They might be one of those upper echelon teams. Jalen Holcomb, Sarantino has done a great job this year. But Kennesaw State came in and took care of business defensively. That's exactly what Coach Blue is looking for. 31% shooting from the field. I mean, that's not going to win you many ball games. So Kennesaw State's defense for the women's side certainly locked up.
0: As always, good stuff, Mr. Griffith. Coach Jay, what you got?
2: Yes, uh, I'll start off with men's basketball, but I was going directly at – Mr. Rogers himself. hey, preseason you were uh, you weren't shooting that great from the field. I think you were shooting around 33 percent you know prior to this last game, but uh, now you're shooting at 52 percent from the field. And I thought that was exceptional, you know so uh, definitely want to highlight and uh, discuss that a little bit later. but um, I guess we'll comment on that as we go go into the uh, broadcast, but that was something that I noticed, and uh, kudos to you. happy for you. And like to see that progress Thank you. Um, for, for, for the women's basketball. Um, just looking at stats per se. Um, in reference to rebounding um, or, or actually assists. We always talk about, we hear uh, coach blue saying, Hey, they want to uh, really be unselfish and share that ball as well. And in conference play, it, it may, it may seem like it's a little difference, but their, their, their assists have, have increased from one, from 10 to, to 11, that one is is a lot. It, it's only one, but it, it's meaningful. So I like to see that in conference play and that change with the women's uh,
0: sharing the ball more. Speaking of sharing, let's pass it off to Bryce.
3: Yeah, uh, again, I'll I'll follow the theme. I'll start with men's basketball. Um,
4: instead of going for a team stat, I want to highlight a player kind of like Coach J. Terrell Burden. Um he's he's been the guy that we've seen kind of been quarterbacking this this offense. Um we saw it last season, but this season it's been very apparent. Versus Jacksonville, he comes off a 20-point game, six of nine from the field with four rebounds and three assists. And then versus North Florida, he backs it up uh just uh, two days later. Thirteen points, two steals, one block, eight assists, six of eleven from the field. Terrell Burton has been one of the best players on this men's basketball team this season. And if he continues like this, it's going to be really fun to see how he ends, uh, how he's going to end this season, how they're going to be able to uh, use him when it gets into the later stretches. On the women's side, I want to go back to something that Coach Blue said, uh, kind of towards the new year. She mentioned that the team needed to work on free throw shooting, and that's been something that's been one of her main focuses um, through throughout this season. She's had players and the whole team stay after, and uh, I believe it was before the Coastal Georgia game. They all shot 50 free throws before that game after practice. You see it in these last two games versus Austin P and Lipscomb. Versus, Aus- I'll start with Lipscomb. Versus Lipscomb, they shot 19 of 26 from the charity stripe, and versus Austin P, 19 of 25. So you're seeing a big improvement in that free throw shooting, which she said has been very key for this team. So a lot of success and a lot of good
3: work being done here between both sides. Alec Bryce, Spencer Rogers.
5: Um, I want to start off with men's basketball. Uh, Bryce touched on it. Terrell Burton, he's been playing outstanding. Um, This week, he moved up to 300 career assists. Like he said, eight assists versus UNF. He's really been, you know, pivotal in his offense, and he helps get everybody involved, and it's part of why we're seeing him win games right now. And for the women's, uh, I want to touch on Carly Hooks. She's been uh, playing well these past two games, 21 versus Lipscomb, 17 versus Austin P. I think she's really starting to get comfortable. For a newcomer, it's always difficult to find your role, but I think she's finally starting to excel in her role and produce.
1: And to add on to that point, Carla Hooks is one of those players, Spencer, that when she came in from ETSU, Coach Blue said once she had kind of her breakout performance, I believe it was against Furman this year, like, yes, that's the player I've been waiting for. The speed is there, the athletic ability, and the production starting to finally get there. When Kennesaw can do that, Then you have those games against Lipscomb. You can beat Austin P. You can beat those kind of opponents. And, yeah, that's a a great player to point out.
0: Coming up next on Inside the Nest, we'll take a look around the A-Sun on the men's side. And then we're going to deliver one big, bold prediction for the week ahead. Later on, a little snake draft for two-on-two action. And, of course, we'll end it with a scoreboard round. All coming up here on Inside the Nest. With 5th Third Momentum Banking, we're making banking a 5th Third Better. Cappuccino for Dave. Yep. Ah, oh, I overdrafted? Now this coffee is $43. That's steep, even for us. With 5th Third Momentum Banking, we've got your back, which is why we give you extra time to avoid an overdraft. That's way better. This is banking a 5th Third Better. 5th Third Extra Time gives you longer. Anytime before midnight ET on the business day after your account is overdrawn to make a deposit that brings your available balance to at least $0. Visit 53.com for additional details. 5th Third Bank and a member of DIC. <laughs>
6: What's up, everybody? My name is Bethany Bruton, and we are excited for Around the A-Sun. We're gonna start it off with men's basketball. On January 14th, Jacksonville played Jacksonville State, and Jacksonville ultimately walked away with a win 68 to 62. It was a close match. They were tied at least four times with six lead changes, but ultimately the Gamecocks fell short at the end of the second half, and Jacksonville took the lead. Jacksonville will play Liberty on Thursday, January 19th at 7 p.m. Next up, we have Stetson versus Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky walked away with a dub 85 to 70. And both teams, I found this very interesting, averaged 66.7% in free throws. However, Eastern Kentucky happened to make more field goals and more three-pointer attempts, which ultimately led to their victory. Stetson will play Kennesaw on January 19th at 7 p.m. and Eastern Kentucky will play Lipscomb on the 19th at 8 p.m. Finally, one more game that I thought was pretty interesting was Bellarmine versus FGCU. Bellarmine won 61 to 41 and this win makes Bellarmine and FGCU three for three in the A-Sun. This puts them right along Queens, Jacksonville, and Lipscomb, which makes the conference that much more interesting. Next, we're going to go over to Katie with some women's basketball updates.
0: Welcome back to Inside the Nest. Good to get a look around. The ASUN conference, strong as ever here in 2023. Jordan Griffith, Brandon Johnson, Bryce Gobert, Spencer Rogers back on Inside the Nest. Here with me, Nolan Alexander. Okay, guys, here's what's coming up for the week ahead. And I want us to give one bold prediction for the men's and women's side, although I'm going to limit Spencer to just the women's side. Okay, we're not going to put any uh, bulletin board material out there for tied for first place, A-Sun and the A-Sun, the Kennesaw State Owls. On the men's side, a trip to Florida at Stetson, another team tied for first place. And against a retooled FGCU team at Stetson Thursday the 19th, 7 o'clock at FGCU Saturday the 21st at 7 p.m. Coming up for the women this week, they're at home Thursday for a blueout. First 1,000 fans get a free blueout shirt Thursday 7 o'clock against Jacksonville State. And then a part of rivalry week for the A-Sun, they will turn around on Saturday, cross state lines and play at Jacksonville State at 5 o'clock. So one home game this week for both men's and women's Thursday, 7 o'clock, a blue out. We'll see you here at the convo. Guys, same pattern. Let's start it out. Give me one bold prediction for men's and women's basketball this week.
3: Yeah,
1: I'll flip the script here. I'll start off with women's this time. And uh, I think we're getting a clean sweep uh, with Jacksonville State at home and then on the road. You look at Jack State this year, and it just doesn't feel the same as it did last year is a team that went to the finals game and played a somewhat decent game against Florida Gulf Coast, the team that you know put out the 10th overall pick in the WMA, WNBA draft with Kirsten Bell. So they have the history, and they won 20-plus games last year as well. This year just doesn't really feel the same quite yet. I think they're still finding their identity. And I think Kennesaw State's actually found their, their identity early on in the conference season. I think you, you get them at home and I think they're they're going to be able to travel on the road and get them again. So I'm looking for two wins for Kennesaw State against Jacksonville State. And for the men's, this one might be a little more bold, but I think DeMond Robinson is going both games, Stetson and FGCU, of out-rebounding their star big man. So I'm talking about Dewara for Stetson and Andre Weir for FGCU, two guys who have always been on the boards. Weir standing at 6'10". I think Dewara' is probably close to that as well. But Demon Robinson has looked unbelievably good over the last four or five games, especially when conference season started. I expect him to have big games on the boards. He's going to play some big man ball against two incredible Florida schools that could easily—you could easily see them in the postseason, or easily see them toward the top of the conference standings.
3: Good stuff, JG, Coach Jay. What do you have?
2: Yeah, I'll start off with the women's as well. Um... They've been getting to the free throw line pretty good. And like you said, just touching on those free throws, uh, they're averaging about 16.4 free throw attempts a game. But I uh, I want to push them up. I want to push them up to about 18, 18 over this over these next two home stretch games. Um, like I said, they really share the ball. They attack the basket. And they, they have the athleticism. They have the athleticism to create fouls and get to the lane and just uh, get to the line. So I want those, uh, I want to see those Those free throw attempts go up two more at 18 and shooting for these two games coming up, shooting over 70 percent from the line for the women's basketball. And for the men's, uh, my bold prediction is, hey, they're going to go on the road and they're going to get two victories. They're going to get two solid, solid road victories against two great uh, A-Sun contenders, which would solidify them in first place. But at the same time, they're going to hold their opponents defensively, defensively to up under 38
3: percent from field goal percentage. All right. Bold prediction out there. Bryce, what are you thinking this week?
4: I mean, y'all are kind of taking the words right out of my mouth. Y'all got success written all over these two teams, and I'm right behind you. You look at this men's basketball team, and I'll, I'll flip it a little bit. We'll start men's basketball. You look at their schedule. Only one loss on the road in conference play, and that was to North Florida on a pretty much a buzzer beater, 1.7 seconds left. They got the revenge game. That revenge game came, and it's all an 86 to 72 victory at the Convocation Center. You got a team that's coming off two consecutive 80 plus point performances. You're going to translate that on the road in a big game like Stetson. I'm going to say the Owls, after these next two games on Thursday and Saturday, will come out in sole possession of first place in the A-Sun. And I will take the poster material that, you know, Spencer may not be able to give out, but but I'll be the one. I'll say it. Um, and then for this women's team, kind of the same thing Jordan talked about. Uh, this this is two very, very good games um, for this women's team that are coming up with Jacksonville State at home for the Blueout, as you mentioned for coach blue. And remember that was such a success last year. And then to turn it around and do it again on Saturday on the road at jet ja- in Jacksonville. Um, so you get to see a team back to back, which you don't really get too often in the world of college basketball. So you get to analyze one performance right after the other. And I'm, Back with Jordan. I'm thinking two straight wins this weekend on another Thursday, Saturday for this women's basketball team. And I'm going to say, look out for Carly Hooks to have another two massive games.
0: Okay, got a lot of confidence building here inside the nest. Spencer, what's your prediction for the women this week?
5: Uh, for my prediction, I think the women are going to shoot a lot better. Um, they saw 18% from three last game, 32% from the field. Um, they typically shoot much better than that. So at home, They get to get up some extra shots, sleep in their bed. I'm expecting them to shoot well versus Jacksonville State Thursday and Saturday.
0: I like it. Coming up next on Inside the Nest, we will go around the ace sun on the women's basketball side, and then we're going to draft our own two-on-two. Coming up next here on ITN. Wellstar Health System helps Kennesaw State Owls stay in the game, no matter what your health goals or concerns are. Find our convenient health centers on campus. Our providers will get to know your needs and help you stay feeling your best. When you go off campus, Wellstar is there for you too. With hospitals, urgent care centers, and medical offices nearby to keep you well. Visit wellstar.org. To learn more,
7: as far as the women's basketball goes, the league play is well underway for the ladies of the A-Sun. This past Saturday, the 14th, was a big day for women's basketball across the board. Austin P. Bellarmine, FGCU, Liberty, Lipscomb, North Alabama, and Queens all pulled off victory. There were some top performances around the conference for Saturday's games. Most notably, Bellarmine's Gracie Merkel was 10 of 13 for 26 points and snatched 15 rebounds. She also was able to come away with four blocks and two assists to add to her success. Over the matchup between Lipscomb and Jacksonville State, Blythe Pearson had 23 points and was 11 of 12. Six rebounds, four blocks, and two assists. As of right now, the FGCU Eagles lead in the standings in the A sun. After Saturday's games, they are ranked first with their overall record at 17 and 2, and they remain undefeated in conference play at 5 and 0. Directly below them are two teams that stand neck and neck between second and third in the A sun. Those two are Austin P and Lipscomb. Austin P sits at 9 and 6 overall and 4 and 1 in the conference while Lipscomb is 10-7 and seven overall and 4-1 and in the conference as well. The rest of the conference trails quite closely behind, so it is still any team's year to win. It really only is a matter of time and who wants it the most. The next conference matchups will be held this Thursday, January 19th, so I'm sure there will be a lot of excitement coming out of those games.
0: guys welcome back to inside the nest jordan brandon bryce spencer here with me nolan we've never done this before i want to have some fun with it so we're playing a little two on two okay for men's and women's basketball we're going to do a snake draft so the way this is going to work we're going to flip it okay spencer's going to go first bryce coach Jay, and then jordan and then jordan coach Jay, bryce and spencer so Spencer pick first and last here at our two on two. I really want to jump in, but then when he had a fifth with these rosters, like I, it, it, I don't know if we're going to have enough here at the end. So I'm going to limit to you guys. We'll start with men's basketball. The team that Spencer knows a little two on two snake draft, Mr. Rogers with the first overall pick. You are now on the clock.
5: All right, with the first overall pick, I'm gonna take Demon Robinson. Uh, like we said earlier, he's been playing very well. He's been dominant on the inside, um, so I gotta—it's a no-brainer to go with him right now.
1: Spencer, are you? Are, is he allowed to take himself? Uh, I mean, is that too conceited? But I mean, that feels like <laughs> the
3: move there too. Right. I mean,
0: he's allowed to, but that's a good teammate, right? Exactly.
1: That's a
4: that's a that's a good one-on-one, Spencer. I'll I'll give that one to you. Uh, but right behind that 101 at the 102, as tough as it is to not take a big man like Alex Peterson right behind Damon Robinson, I I think I'm gonna have to go, this is tough. I'm gonna have to go with Chris Youngblood. Youngblood has been kind of a firepower all season for Kennesaw State. He's been there in the times that you need, and I I think that he's kind of that clutch guy that you want um, uh, on your roster.
2: Wow. I mean, we we can't go wrong. We can't go wrong with either pick, so this is is a true draft. Great great choice, uh, Nolan, to put this in place. Um, Let's see. You know who I got to go with. I've got to go with my man, Hustle and Flow, man. Hustle and Flow, all right? Terrell Burden, Mr. Hustle and Flow himself. Like I said, defensively, hey, he's going to put pressure on the ball. He's going to hustle out there he's going to be in the passing lanes getting deflections getting steals and then he's just going to flow down to the basket and uh he'll hit him with the left hit him with the right and the next thing you know he's getting to the paint and the rim
3: like fight night so i've got to go with my man terrell burden mr hustle and flow man yeah I, with two picks for you right is that correct yeah you get to go back to back
1: okay well I, I'm. Just so you make it in the first round, Spencer, I'm taking you here because I want to go all defense here. I'm going with what, who I believe are the two best perimeter defenders on this team. I'm going to go with Spencer, and then you know I'm going with my – I started the fan club back in his freshman year for Brandon Stroud. Those are the two guys I'm taking. I, I think the two most versatile defenders – I want guys that are mean. And, Spencer, I know you're nice right now, but, you know, be mean on the court, you know? You know
5: what I mean? All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
2: Yeah, I'm taking those, those are my two, and I'm feeling good about it. So it comes back to me. Well, I will, uh, I will go with another great defender and all around player as well. Like I said, we can't go wrong here. I mean, we can't go wrong with any of the outs that we picked, but I got to go, um, go with, I got to go with, I want to say Pepe Jennings, but that's because I coached his dad in high school, Vernon Pepe Jennings. I got to go with right now, Casey Jennings. Um, his dad, in 1994-95, we achieved the Final Four in, in Georgia high school um, high school basketball, won the uh, region conference tournaments, and hey, genetics is something. Genetics is something, and like father, like son, I'm going with Casey Jennings.
4: Y'all got some two solid lineups right there, I will say. That's, that's, that's a solid 2v2 to go up against. I mentioned him earlier. And he's, he's hard. He's a hard guy not to take Alex Peterson. We've seen it kind of in these last two games uh, with with Alex and he's kind of been that little, he's been that big man role. Uh, Whenever he's kind of come in to replace Demond to give him a break, Alex Peterson has been down low. He's been getting dirty, trying to, he's been getting boards um, and it's just been really fun to watch to see how he's progressed from the beginning of the season to where he is at now.
3: So I'm going to have to go with Alex Peterson.
5: That's a good pick. So for the last pick, I already went big inside with DeMond. You know, he's going to keep a, keep a, keep us on the glass and pour the paint for us. But now I need some shooting. So we're shooting. I'm going to go Quincy out of McCoy. Yeah. Um, he hits good shots. He has big shots for us. Uh, so I can't go wrong with this pick.
0: So to recap our teams, this is where I wish we had the NCAA basketball game because then we could simulate this. This would be awesome. So Spencer's got DeMond and Quincy. Bryce has Youngblood and Peterson. Coach Jay has Terrell and Kaysen. And Jordan has Spencer and Brandon Stroud.
1: I, I hate to say it, but I, I like my team. I, I feel like I, I got everything. Spencer's going to be obviously going to be, I mean, both of them can be the primary ball handler, got defense. And Brandon's also the leading rebounder on the team. So I feel like I got a little bit of everything. I, that, that's all I need.
0: Coach Jay, you got a couple of guards. How are you ever going to come this uh, length down in the blocks?
2: Hey, just quickness, baby. That's all you got to do. Is just quickness. You got to, you guys got to manage that speed. How are you going to contain that speed? That's what you guys got to worry about.
4: <laughs> Listen, y'all, y'all got some good teams, but you got Youngblood and and Peterson. You got Peterson down low, Youngblood knocking down the threes like it's nobody's business. I mean,
1: just saying. Are you gonna, are you are you telling Spencer right now that? You know him on my team isn't good enough. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't think I was going there. I don't think so. I don't know. I, felt like I plead the
4: fifth.
0: I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. Okay. I just wish That's... we had a way of
5: simulating this.
2: Yeah, yeah. Spence, you to speak up, man. Let's hear you, man. What you got to say?
5: Um, I like my team. Also, I'm kind of biased with Jordan's team, though. He has a good, a couple good players <laughs> on there. But I uh, told <laughs> so. I think we, I think we're gonna get the win.
0: All right, we'll have to remember this, and, and maybe this is a postseason thing we can talk Coach Amir into of, uh, hey, Coach, we drafted these teams. Let's uh, let's get <laughs> a little two-on-two action just to see who got it right. I, okay, guys. I, should, got I think you would love that. <laughs> All right, guys, so let's flip it over to women's basketball. Same thing. Now we're going to flip the picks. Jordan, Coach Jay Bryce, and then Spencer and snake our way back around.
1: I mean, first pick. You know where I'm going here. Agent Zero,
3: Omani Johnson, no doubt. You know, case closed. Amani Johnson, next one. Easy. Okay, A Good okay. pick right there, Jordan. I like that. Uh,
2: I'm going to go with uh, Dashe Whitfield. That would be my pick. You know, just an all-around player. Just gets it done. Um, has the experience. Has the feel for the game and can play both ends, so that's my pick.
3: You two
4: got some some pretty good first first two picks right there, but you're leaving out a big name and Carly Hooks, and I, I think I'm gonna have to scoop that one right out from under y'all. I mean, Carly Hooks has been a monster all season for for this Owls team, and two on two, I
3: think she she's she's a beast. She could be a beast.
5: All right, I'm going to continue my trend of uh, picking a big in the first round. Today, I'm going to go with Stacey Jones. She had 15 last games. Great rebounder. Great scoring the paint. Uh, so, I'm going to go with her.
3: And then you get one more, Spencer.
5: Oh. Yeah, Spencer, we're
3: going to snake around. So, you go back-to-back.
5: Back. Okay. All right. So, for the second round, got to get shooting. I'm going to go with Lindsey Wilby, veteran, graduate transfer, great shooter. Uh, I really need her to balance the inside and outside for my team.
4: Solid team right there, Spencer, solid team. Uh, second pick for me for two-on-two, two. I mean, there's a lot of good names on this list, but one that stands out to me right now has uh, is, is been Breland Snipes. She kind of comes in off the bench and has kind of just tore it up this season um, from playing that bench role. So um, Breland Snipes is going to be my second pick.
2: You guys got some good picks there. Like I said, we can't go wrong. But um, I think I want to go with the, uh, let's say, uh, Kendall. Kendall Golden coming off the bench for post-size. She's, uh, you know, that transfer in from Vanderbilt, local, uh, local product here. Again, I'm going with with family members that I know. I know her dad, Sean Golden, who played at the University of Georgia. We coached against each other. So I've got to go with the, uh, with the
3: little, uh, little family network there. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with uh, the connection that, you know, my point guard has had, Gabby Legister. I'm
1: going with some size, some rebounding, some defense. Um, you know, the connection's been there for, I think they played with each other for maybe even five years, it feels like at this point. But they've been playing together. And, and again, I'm, I'm feeling good about my team. Imani and Gabby are my picks.
0: All right, to recap it, guys, Spencer's got Stacy and Wilby. Bryce has hooks and snipes. Coach Jay has Josh and Golden, and Jordan has Amani and Gabby. Again, like I, I, I want to see us simulate this. I want to see some two on two action, and so you, you pick the there's best. There's so team. much
4: firepower on
3: each team, and th- these two on twos, they'd come down to the wire.
0: All right, we're saving this. We're remembering the teams. We're gonna come back to this and approach the coaches at the end of this season. We got one more segment for you here on Inside the Nest. When we come back, we're competing against ourselves. It is fact or fiction coming up next on ITN. Welcome back to Inside the Nest. If you're new, this is how our scoreboard round works. We keep a chart for who gets this right and who gets it wrong. And we get bragging rights at the end. Jordan almost had a miraculous comeback last year on the football version of ITN. Bryce had to relinquish asking fact or fiction. I had to step in. So I took myself out, but I was perfect before. So Jordan's gonna ask the questions here to start out with. The way this works, Jordan's gonna give us two statements. One is fact, one is fiction, We'll go around the room with our guesses and then Jordan will tell us who got it right. All right. So after Jordan says it, we'll go Coach Jay, myself, Spencer, and Bryce. Jordan, what did you cook up for us this week, my guy?
1: Well, first of all, I'm just honored and, you know, it's a privilege to be here again to be asking the questions of this incredible game. Had to impeach Bryce to do it. But you know things have to get done. You got to perform at a certain level at the leagues like this, Bryce. But um, so my question, fact or fiction, guys? Baylor Trucking employs the highest-paid truck driver per trip in America, being paid on average one hundred thousand dollars per trip. Or,
3: it is possible to dig a hole to China if you start in Argentina. can you repeat that repeat the first one please all right all right right. of course
1: of course (laughs) baylor trucking (laughs) employs the highest paid truck driver in america per trip being paid on average one hundred thousand
3: dollars per trip or it's possible to dig a hole to china if you start in argentina want to know how you found these because like that that's those are two
4: wild wildly different
1: but interesting right facts. right so I'm, I'm the i'm the inventor of this game this is like you, you're getting <laughs> software from bill
2: gates this is what it's like <laughs> so basically now it's on me correct yes so i've got to tell you which one is fact and which one is fiction yeah pretty uh, much of the two uh that was Baylor's Bayless truck. B B A
3: Baylor
1: Baylor
2: like B A Y
1: L O. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
4: Okay,
2: Baylor Bears. I don't know who Baylor you know trucking company is. Um, one hundred thousand per delivery, per route. Uh, hey, I'll say it's fact. You know, he's got some. He's got some, some really loaded, you know, cargo on there that's just <laughs> precious. So, and, and I'll say, hey, he's probably delivering, you know, two to three, you know, two to five times a year. So he's making, you know, half a million. So, precious cargo, fact. Um, heck, I would say fact. You know, it's possible to dig anywhere and go anywhere. So, you know, but I'll just say so, before.
1: Right. So one of them is fact, and the other one is fiction. So your your guess for fact would be the trucking, correct?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I'm, I'm okay. flipping the script. I'm flipping the script. I would normally go the other way, but I'll I'll just I'll just hey. Just be wild on this going and go with the uh, fact for uh, Baylor trucking guy
3: and then um, fiction for Argentina to China digging a hole. All right, next up. All right, I'm up next. I know we're up against the clock, so I'm going to be quick
0: here. First one is fiction. Second one is fact. I've got a little... Sphere in my office, and I'm trying to visualize the north and the southern hemisphere, and where they are as close to the equator. Second one sounds right. First one is like he just switched around a number or a name. Bryce, take it away next, man.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna have to say the same thing here. I I gotta go with Nolan. It's just $100,000 per route. That's a lot of money. And but I don't know the whole China thing. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm with Nolan.
5: Uh, Spencer. Uh, for me, I'm gonna say the hundred thousand a route. I know it sounds crazy, but I think it's crazy enough to be true. So I'm gonna go with that one.
3: All right, answers are locked. The Baylor trucking is false, it's <laughs> fiction. So Bryce Brian, and Nolan with the points this time.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I'm pretty sure. I'm not even kidding. Like those ice road truckers, I'm pretty sure they probably make even more than that. Like. I, I think that there's – I saw Baylor trucking on my drive into work this morning. I was like, all right, I'm going to throw that away for this very moment. And it, wow. it
4: works for for half the group.
0: <laughs> let's go.
4: Nolan, we're starting off strong. Let's do it.
0: Still let's undefeated.
4: Ride. Owl Nation, let's run. <laughs>
0: <laughs> JG, good question. Gentlemen, lots of fun. A reminder, one home game this week, Thursday night, 7 o'clock, the women against Jacksonville State for a blueout. First 1,000 fans get a free t-shirt. Tickets, ksuowls.com slash tickets. For Jordan Griffith, Brandon Johnson, Spencer Rogers, Bryce Gobert, I'm Nolan Alexander, and until next time, go Owls. What do you do?
3: Boom.